Woo-woo warning. This episode contains metaphysical themes and mild inspirational language. It may even contain traces of mind-altering processes. Listener discretion is advised. Ever wondered why fears only set in when you're about to do something that means a lot to you? Or why fighting fears only makes them worse? Well, we did too. And we're about to talk about it on this episode. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Two women, one mission to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking Breaking Through Through the BS. All right. Well, today's topic, um, you're going to get both both the American version and the Australian version. I will say the American version, which is fear. And I'll say the Australian version, which is fear. Ray, a dingo stole your R. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did. Anyways, that's just the way Aussies speak, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, it's about fear. Fear. Yeah, fear. So <laughs> the whole thing about fear is um, what we want to share with people today is we want to share how to make friends with your fear so that you can actually break through them, yeah, break through the BS. Because really, fear is just a great big steaming pile of BS. Absolutely. So let's get into fear and what, what are they? Well, fears are our subconscious mind's way of keeping us safe. And it goes back to our reptilian brain and um, what our reptilian brain does, it assesses the situation and the dangers um, around us because our reptilian brain is all about survival. So it looks after like food, looks after fornicating, reproduction and reproduction. (laughs) Well, that's fornicating and um, it's basically around survival. So that's the primal fear that we have within us and that's how it serves us to keep us safe but but moving into the logical brain the logical brain looks at fear as an emotion mm-hmm. an emotion in this instance is a warning signal to um, pop up yeah. and make us take stock so that we can assess the situation mm-hmm. logically so we can have a look at all the facts, figures, data and statistics yeah. and make a calculated decision on whether or not to go ahead. Uh, if it's worth the risk. If it's worth the risk. Okay. If the rewards are worth the risk, taking well, the risk. That's that's very true because... Um, you know, like if you if you'd watch like a crocodile or an alligator, they actually assess whether um, their chances of getting the prey that they're after is um, worthy of the energy. Ex- yeah, the expenditure of energy. Whereas, I guess um, the mammalian brain and also then the logical brain will actually assess. You know, even if there's danger and there is a little bit of like hurt, like an electric shock or whatever, is that electric? Is that electrical shock worth? going through in order to get the reward at the end 
So, yeah, we are talking about different parts of the brain. But so it may look like to um, at the surface level that fear is actually hardwired, and in some instances it is, but it's not set in stone, like as in we can change them, can't we, and overcome huh. them. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's a case of that the initial warning signal is set in stone. Yes, yeah. And what we do with it after it's popped up, like a little pop-up on your computer screen, yeah. you get to decide whether or not you um, take action and mm-hmm. move move past it yeah. or you procrastinate and allow that fear to, and doubt to build in your system exactly yeah yeah exactly no that's a really good way to put it so um fear really isn't the enemy that people think it is um and as as we said it is a warning system but fears can be both positive and negative can't they absolutely and i think it's there to um stop us from making as we say in australian Australia making a dick of ourselves yeah um and also it stops us from putting ourselves into danger in some instances yeah and then it allows us to jump into then the the logical brain and do a risk versus reward analysis Mm -hmm. so that we're then in control of the fear yeah so we don't want to let fear control us we want to be in control of fear absolutely so when, we, when we're thinking about fears, though, and thinking about what could be a positive fear and how, how that actually could be serving us in some way, let's break down a very popular, like, a fear of success. Because, like, people would say, okay, fear of success, um, how, I mean, it's positive because you want to have success, but how is that, what is the root of that? What's holding it in place? And, I mean... You and I have done hundreds of mindset sessions on clients all around the world in it when we were like spiritual healers and coaches and mentors and all that sort of stuff. And I still do them to this day, um, reset your mindset sessions. And things that I see that are underlying the fear of success is definitely things like, okay, so someone fears success and it's like, well, why would you fear success? But when you actually dig into it or delve deeper into the like the mechanics and the mechanisms of that fear it's like why wouldn't they fear success so some of the things you and i've seen when we've been delving into these fears is is things like you know people will say things like okay so if i'm successful then people will be jealous yep my family will will um leave me yep i'll outgrow my friends yeah um i'll if i become rich in that success it's like Every man and his dog will want to have a piece of me and yep. come come at me with their hand out for money. Yeah. Um, if I am successful, then I can have a bigger house, but then it's like, who's going to clean it because I'm going to be so busy? It, it, you yeah. know, that sounds like a silly thing and a, a silly belief to have, but it's one that comes up quite a lot. It's it like does. they are overthinking and overanalyzing, and I said that correctly, analyzing, <laughs> but they are thinking too much into this, you know, they're future projecting or um, you know, um future pacing themselves as to what their success looks like, but it's all fraught with dangers. It's it's fraught with things that are going to upset the status quo. So, 
what happens is their subconscious mind just does this huge loop of like, okay, I fear success, I'm going to lose it all, and then what's the next thing? Why, why bother? bother? Like, why bother do, to why do Why expend all that energy to get there? So that goes when, back down to the... When you're going to lose it. Crocodiles and the alligators, it's like, why would I pursue that and expend all my energy just to turn up back where I am right now? Why do it? So that's all the stuff that underpins fear. So how can you, though, break through the BS of fear? And there's um, a number of different ways that we've done it, and uh, we can do it very efficiently in, in the parameters of a session. But let's give the listeners some like insights as to how it works with us. Okay. So let's break through the BS of, of fear such as money. Okay, because we all, people, you know, they all want to win the lottery or they all want, like, you know, like in our industry, like copywriting and marketing and business, we're always hearing like six figures, seven figures, eight figures, nine figures and all those sort of things. But when you hear the people saying, oh, I want to be, I want to get six figures, well, some of them have um, a low five-figure earners, so it's a huge step for them to get the six figures. But there's a lot of beliefs that underpin and unhinge their goal of getting six and seven figures. And some of them are. Um, they're the first person in their family that would actually earn over six figures. So they're going against everyone in their family. And what happens when you go against everyone in your family? You get cut down. Yes, you become a target. And in Australia... We have this beautiful little system called the tall poppy syndrome, which is where if you dare to even um, grow taller than everyone else, then everyone else will chop you down. And it's horrible. Um, and I've noticed that some people in America are starting to do a similar thing. So it's in, in, it's infecting the world, unfortunately. So, so that's one of the things with money. So um, people will, um, people won't like me. I'll lose people that I love. Um, people will think that I've changed. Money doesn't change people, by the way, does it? No, money's just a magnifier. So if you're a, a horrible person without money, then you'll most likely be a horrible person with money. Yeah. And if you're a good person without money, then you'll yeah. pretty sure be a good person with money. Yeah. And then, I mean, we've got the belief structures around money as well. Like, to, to get into money, like, money's the root of all evil or um, it's wrong, you know, rich people are bastards and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so there is a lot of um, belief, uh, what do you call it, loading with yeah, this kind emo- of thing. Emotional loading around words. Yeah, and that causes fear because in in the back of your mind, um, you're thinking it is not safe for me to have money because the status quo, my life as it is right now, is no longer safe. I won't know what life is like. So you fear it. And so then your subconscious mind and all, all the elements of your brain then start to go to work to keep you stuck. And that's why we want to share how to get through it. So one of the questions that um, I use to help people get to the bottom um, issue, or bottom of the issue of, of um, you know, like a fear of success or a fear of money, is just one question. And what is the worst thing that will happen when you have that? So what's the worst thing that will happen when you have success? Well, 
everyone will leave me. I'll be alone. I'll end up alone. Well, humans are hardwired for community. Humans don't like to be alone. We are communal like we are social animals. So no one wants to be on the outside. So that is why people fear success. It's not because success is overwhelming or it's stressful and things like that. It's like because their brain is forward projecting what that looks like to them. And it's usually, you know, it plays a, a what-if game, but it always plays the, the negative, negative what-if game. And there's a positive not-what-if not game as well, isn't there? And most people don't play that. They don't play that, no. So ask yourself always, if, if you have a fear, what is the worst thing that would happen if that fear was to come true? So, for instance, what what is the worst thing that would happen if I was to have all the success that I desire? What would be the worst thing that could happen if I had all the money that I want? What is the worst thing that could happen if I have the career that I want? And then, once you like ask that question a few times to get down to the, the root issue of like the core of that issue, then just ask yourself one very confronting question, but it's an important one to ask, and that is, how does this serve me? And that's a confronting thing, isn't it? It is big time. Yeah, because people don't think that these beliefs serve them. But again, it goes back to safety. So even don't if you can't answer the question, how does this serve me? How about reframing it to, how's this keeping me safe? Yep. So how is my fear of success? And then like the the bottom belief that you get to, it's like okay, so every, I'll be I'll end up alone. So how is that fear serving you? How is that fear of being kept left alone? How is that keeping you safe? And and as we've seen so many times when we've done these kind of sessions on people, we get down to that belief and it's ridiculous. People yeah. laugh, don't they? Oh, they do. It's it's almost incomprehensible how stupid some of these beliefs that are yeah. actually under oh, underpinning. Yeah. Um, but you're uh, right. They do just, undermine everything else. So you you chose the right word in in that instance too. So they undermine them, but they underpin and keep everything in in place. You yeah. pull out that little pin down the bottom, and it just collapses. Yeah, it's like a string oh. a string of pearls. Yep. They all fall off the string because you've just cut one little knot down the bottom. It is like almost magical to to witness. To watch, yeah. Yeah. So this is what we wanted to share with you about, you know, beliefs, about fears, because fears in some way are trying to keep you safe. Mm. Your subconscious mind is on your side. Yeah. Another another thing just to interject into that, Pauline, is... um, is actually verbalizing these beliefs. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we need to be able to articulate them and verbalize them, otherwise they remain in our heads and they just keep spinning. Yeah. Basically, if it stays in our head and keeps spinning, it's like fairy floss. It, it grows. Yeah, that's a better analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is. Yeah. But as soon as we verbalize it and take it out of our emotional or reptilian brain and stick it in front of our logical brain yeah our, we can see it then on paper or sort of like f- see it visually to mm. say hey that's that ridiculous. is stupid yeah. it's like why 
in the world would I have a belief like that? Yeah. And then that allows you then to make a logical decision whether or not to keep it mm. or to get rid of it. Yeah, because like for, what we've found from experience in all the sessions that we've ever done with people, it's like sometimes a belief is not even the person's. No. It, They've it's... picked it up from a family member or like from a teacher or some random person that yeah. said it, you know, when they were young. Yeah. Or even the woo-woo side is... If anyone's ever had an operation and gone under anaesthetic, uh, yeah, anaesthesia, yeah. it's yeah. like you can pick up stuff. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about there. that yeah. another day. That's that's yeah. a that's a pretty. That's, that's a. That's we a haven't deep, got a deep. We woo-woo. haven't got a woo woo warning and um, strong <laughs> enough for that on on this episode. So uh, <laughs> we'll have to re-record another one for that because that's definitely going down the rabbit hole. So just a few things when we're working with our subconscious mind, we'll just cover off now because it is really powerful, our subconscious mind, and we really need to be very careful about what we feed it, don't we? We do. So um, one of the things that we need to do is we need to avoid a a word that's basically invisible to the subconscious mind, but everyone says it, and that is the word not. (laughs) So not. Um, So here's the thing about it. The subconscious mind cannot, there we go, <laughs> cannot process the word not. So anytime you say something like, I do not fear success, what are you really saying? I fear success. Yeah. And I... I don't want to lose my car <laughs> or I don't want to lose my job. Yeah, well, I know that one very well because <laughs> I used to say... I don't want to be discharged with depression. Yeah, I don't want to be discharged with a um, mental illness. And that's exactly what I manifested because I said it enough times. Okay, so think about that and think about like what kind of words. I call it like a word diet. It's like what are you feeding your subconscious mind with? And like as as we've said, you know, you don't want to eat Fruit Loops because they might taste nice. They're full of sugar, but they've got no substance. There's nothing in them for, for your body. They're empty calories. And so they're taking up space and they make you fat, but you get nothing out of it. So you need to actually watch what you feed your brain. And uh, one of the most powerful phrases that you can ever say, and we've spoken about this in other episodes, but what's that, Ray? I am. Yeah. So anything you put after the words I am... You become. You become and you own... So, you know, I, when I had depression, I would never say I'm depressed. I never say I'm I'm sick. I never say those. I will very rarely, and if I do say something that's negative after I am, I'm very quick to correct it. Yeah. So just jumping on that, it's mm-hmm. like give yourself a break because mm-hmm. we are all human and we do have slip-ups every now and then. Yeah. So if you do catch yourself saying a not. Yeah. Um, be kind to yourself and rephrase it and go, okay, if I just said blah, 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 not blah, blah, Mm. what do I want instead? Exactly. And then focus on what that is that you want instead. Yeah. And it's just training your brain to to operate another way. It's like when we talk about getting rid of excuses and now we're going to confront our fears. But the thing is that when we fight against our fears, anything that you fight against, you put more energy into and they become like more rock solid. So I would say it's almost like love your fears away. Yeah, that's a good one. It's, It's a different energy to it. It's like, and that's why we say make friends with your fears. Uh, and also the other thing is like 
what you fight for, you get to keep. So, or what you fight against, you put more energy into and they become a, a constant reality in your life. So why would you want to do that with fears if that don't serve you? And they're stopping you from moving forward. So I guess what we wanted to just to share today was just you can be empowered against fears and fears are just a warning system. Yeah. And it's a a stack of emotion attached to yeah. that warning signal that if you don't take action to move forward, then they'll become um bigger and worse and keep you stuck in the shit pit for longer yeah yeah because um you know if you ignore it it won't go away it grows it just grows and it keeps you stuck forever and you deserve so much better than that listeners like you really deserve to get yourself out there so if fear is holding you back then um hopefully what we've shared with you today will help you to move beyond your fears and if it doesn't get in touch with us because we still do our our mindset realignment sessions and we'd love to help you out so and if we can't help you we can we can point you in the right direction yeah and a first step is to have some quiet contemplation time absolutely and to what did you say identify them acknowledge them acknowledge them and then decide to move through them yep exactly yeah so hopefully listeners this has been helpful for you today to um to be able to break through your uh, BS and the beliefs and the um, the fears that are holding you back. Yeah, mm. and we'd love to hear what you have to say. So join us um, on our Facebook page. Yep, breaking through the BS, or visit our website mm-hmm. at breakingthroughthebs dot com dot com. Cool. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll catch you at the next episode. Okay, bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes, all the transcribes, and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through the BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now.